The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Reinvent You podcast. I am your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you so much for joining and tuning in with me this week. This week, I'm actually out of town. Um, I had um, something that came up. I will talk about that a little bit more next week. But for today, I decided to pull one of my popular podcast downloads. Um, This podcast episode was actually recorded in April of 2020. And the title of this podcast episode is When You Still Love and Miss Your Ex. I truly believe that this is a real thing. Um, And It doesn't even matter what the dynamics was. It doesn't matter who decided to end it. None of that matters when it comes to the matters of the heart. Okay, it it doesn't matter. You know, logically, you may know that this was the best thing to do, but your heart um, is still um, missing them and loving them and and wanting to go back or maybe not wanting to go back, but still having um, difficulty with the current emotions that you have. And so what I wanted to do was re-air this episode. And in this episode, it talks about three things to consider when you find yourself thinking that maybe you should go back or maybe you finding yourself always being consumed with thoughts of missing them and you still being in love with them. Okay. And so I truly hope that this episode blesses you. You all have a wonderful and amazing day and an extraordinary week. And I'll see you next time. Today, I wanted to kind of talk about missing your ex. Uh, I wanted to talk about that because when you are in a season of um, walking away from your relationship, and it's been a while since you've actually been single, and then to add kind of like on top of this with the pandemic going on you're you're forced to stay home I would say and and when you're forced to stay home you you're limited on where you can go and this can also result in you really being in your thoughts a lot where your mind is really on overload about a lot of different things and you can actually find yourself feeling lonely and you start to even think about maybe even your past relationship and you may find yourself feeling sad, maybe feeling hurt, angry, disappointed. And you may find yourself saying, I still love and miss my ex. And you start to question yourself. You start to wonder whether or not if leaving was the right decision, because you could be saying, well, why would I still love and miss them if leaving was supposed to be the right decision. And um, I wanted to talk about this briefly today because I think that there's a miscommunication when a relationship ends, which is why many don't really heal properly. And that 
miscommunication is the misconception that because the relationship is over that you're like officially over them, you know, Um, like there's no feelings behind any of this anymore and you shouldn't love or miss this person anymore. And you, you start to question yourself, like if it's over, then why am I not over it? Or if it's over, then why do I still love them? And I want to clear something up on this today. I mean, first of all, the truth is that there are going to be parts of the relationship that you will miss. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it could be from mutual friends that you all have had. It can be each other's families. It can be the traditions and even the history and even how things used to be. Or it could also be the fact that this is all you know. And you're afraid to detach due to the fear of what's ahead. Because you, you again, you don't know what's ahead. It's not familiar. And so some of us can just have that fear of detaching from something that we just know very well. But then, you know. It also goes to ask, do you miss the relationship in its entirety? You know, um, do you honestly miss the entire relationship? And if you were to go back, what exactly would you be going back to? Because when you're going through a breakup or even a divorce, there really is an uncomfortable phase that you have to go through. Because the reality is that you are grieving the lost of the relationship ending. And I've mentioned this before on a couple of podcasts that your healing is like a physical wound on your body. And you have to um, go through that treatment of healing that wound properly. But of course, in this case, it's not a physical wound, it's an emotional wound. And when you go through that phase of uncomfort, missing them is a normal feeling to experience. You know, missing them can be an emotional roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to miss them. You actually may even still love them. And you honestly could also find yourself thinking that this is some sign to return back to the relationship when in reality, it's just a phase that you have to go through, you know, and I wanted to point out today that missing them and loving them are not soul indicators, where they should be back in your life. Now, granted, there are some instances where going back is a solution. Um, It has happened before. Uh, I would say from a a marital standpoint where people decide to separate um, 13% of couples who file for a separation, they often reconcile. You know, it's a small percentage because what I've seen, I, I would definitely say what I've seen as a coach is that I've seen people when, when they when they've decided to walk away, a lot of the time that is the best solution. But again, there are circumstances where going back may work. Right. But I but I but I don't want anyone to confuse. I still love and miss them as the ultimate sign to return it back to a relationship that really isn't worth entertaining. Okay. Because what I, what I find in, in, in relationships that are no longer there, that there really is a reason why the relationship is no longer one anymore. And it really is important to know and understand it if you want to move forward from this. And so what I wanted to do today, I wanted to give you, I wanted to give you all three things to consider 
when you find yourself thinking that you should go back or you find yourself consumed with thoughts of missing them and, you know, you still being in love with them. And so I wrote down three things because I think this can help bring more clarity to you when you find yourself in your thoughts of saying, I still love and miss my ex. Okay. The first thing that I really do encourage you to do is that I really do encourage you to write down why leaving the relationship was the best healthy decision. Okay. I want you to write down why leaving the relationship was the best healthy decision. And so I emphasize the word healthy because no relationship is all bad. It's not. No relationship is all bad. There will be parts of the relationship that you're going to miss. There will be moments or even seasons of good memories from that relationship. And sometimes we can easily mistake those good moments and good seasons to think that we should go back only to get further behind on moving forward because we've forgotten why we needed to depart ways in the first place. And so when we want to get clear on why leaving the relationship was the best healthy decision, this is when we cannot allow our selective memory to get in the way. And when I say selective memory, that is just remember only certain parts of things and not the other things we need to remember. Okay. And chances are the other things that we need to remember that may be the information that we need to pay attention to on why staying away is the best choice. And so in other words, um, when I, when I tell you to write down why the relationship was the best healthy decision, this is when you got to get 110% real with you. In other words, we don't want to fluff these reasons out. We don't want to romanticize right now. We, we don't want to focus on like, well, I, we've been together for a long time and we have so much history. The goal here is to focus on the fruitfulness of the relationship and seeing what kind of fruit was constantly being produced um, in this relationship. And also what I want to add is when you're writing down the reasons on why walking away was the best healthy decision. I do not want you to only focus on what your ex did. I don't do not do that. Um, I actually want you to get very clear on your part of the relationship as well. That's very important to know. Um, as I always tell people, it, it takes two people to make a relationship be successful it also takes two people when the relationship doesn't go as planned. And that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. However, if you really want to move forward, you have to also look at the other. You also have to look at how you were in the relationship. And I had to do this with myself. So this is not something that I'm telling people to do and I didn't do. But when I really decided that this was the best healthy decision, I had to look at and get clear on myself as well. And so you you have to ask yourself, what kind of person were you in the relationship? How did you show up? You know, how did you communicate? What unhealthy habits did you present in the relationship? And when, when answering these questions, you don't want to go into a place of justification on why you did what you did. Because sometimes when we go into this place of excusing the behavior, we can easily overlook the fact that it still wasn't a good thing to do. 
Okay. Um, I could definitely say personally, I did that a lot for myself. Um, one of the biggest things that I noticed in myself was that I didn't talk to my ex in a respectful way when I got upset. Like I just didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't, I did not. And my, I used to justify that too. You know, I really did. I, I excuse, I wanted to excuse my behavior to validate me being that way. But the reality is, is that that wasn't healthy. And what I saw also in that, it, it, it just didn't go away on its own because I was no longer with him. It was something that I, I made a habit and I made it very habitual and it traveled with me even after my relationship in my marriage. And so this is why it's important for you to, to get real and get honest with yourself um, about why the relationship was the best healthy decision for um, not only you, but also your partner. Okay. And when you are, when you sit here and, and you write down the reasons on why this was the best healthy decision, this helps you understand why leaving and staying away makes sense. Because if you sit in the I still love him mindset, that could actually potentially cause you to go back to something you need to stay away from. And it also helps you realize that your ex is really an ex for a reason. And so that's the first thing I want you to do. Write down everything and leave nothing on the table. Okay, leave absolutely nothing on the table when you do this. All right. So that's the first thing. The second thing I want you to do um, when you find yourself saying, I still love and miss my ex. You got to allow yourself to go through this detox. You really do. Um, in other words, you have to accept the fact that this is going to be an uncomfortable season um, when it comes to getting over your past relationship. OK, because when you say I miss them and I love them, OK, that could also be a hurt, maybe a, a a void or maybe an emptiness that you feel right now and you want to avoid feeling that way and so instead of actually feeling the fact that this does hurt let me bring them back into my life so I can take this current hurt away you know sometimes that's what we want to do we'll rather go through or we'll rather return back to something familiar than to avoid the detox that we need to go through in order to heal. And here, here's the truth. The truth is, is that it is going to hurt. I mean, it, it really is. And those are actually normal feelings to have. And you must allow yourself to go through that experience of having that feeling. I talked about, you know, grieving your relationship. It's like the lost of a loved one is very equivalent. And so we're going to have that uncomfortable season of feeling hurt. And so, because the reality is, is that you had an attachment with this person. You had an attachment, no matter what the dynamic of the relationship was, you, you shared a bond with this person. And sometimes when we remove ourselves from the relationship, we often believe that that is the only detachment that is required. You know what I'm saying? We think, okay, if I walk away from this person or if this relationship ends, then this burst of happiness is going to just take place. Now, you may have a level of relief, but to believe that 
that happiness is just going to happen overnight. That is not always the case when you are detaching yourself from the relationship because walking away is really half the battle. It really is. Um, But the rest of it is how you allow it to impact you. And there will be a season where it may feel worse before you feel better. And I talked about that in episode four of my podcast. And what I found that what I find is that when it comes to dealing with going through the detox, um, we oftentimes want to avoid that phase because now that means we got to run to the problem. We got to run to the emotions and not from them. And this is why you have to heal because these relationships that we have um, been in, we have formed a bond with. And when you form, when you form some level of bond, it's deep within you. Like it's, it's almost like, in your system, like mentally and, you know, physically, I mean, even from your, your soul and your heart and your emotions, like it doesn't just go away. You have to be extremely intentional about dying off those different feelings and emotions from this previous relationship. And when you avoid dealing with your hurt, Okay, when you avoid going through that phase, when you avoid going through that process, this actually results in going through cycles of pain. Okay, as opposed to making this a season of it. Um, I can definitely say that this speaks to me because when I walked away from my marriage or when we both decided that this was no longer going to be a relationship, I really thought that, you know what, I I don't want to be with him anymore. I'm good. I really thought that everything was cool, but mentally and emotionally, I wasn't there yet. And and I didn't allow myself to say, you know what, this really does bother me. And I saw myself coping with it in other ways that wasn't healthy for me. I, I found myself even dealing with very similar relationships. I saw myself going out a lot, drinking a lot, spending money that I had no business spending. Like I just saw myself going in a cycle as opposed to allowing myself to detox so it could have just been more of a season of my life and the reality is is that detoxing is not sexy there's nothing attractive about detoxing it is extremely irritating it's exhausting um it does seem like it's too much to bear to the point where you actually rather go back to that relationship rather than to detox yourself from it so when we say things like i love and i miss my ex We have to be very cautious on how often we go there mentally because we can actually believe that, you know what, this hurts too much. Let me just go back because this may be a sign when in reality, it could just be a detox that you got to allow yourself to go through. And because when you think like that, you can be confused with yourself, believing that because you miss this person that you need them back, but you're actually just going through withdrawal. Okay. That's all you're doing. You're just going through a withdrawal phase, but it will get better. You know, it's not like you're going to be like this always. It's just a season of your life that you have to allow yourself to go through. And when you detox, this helps you purge yourself of unhealthy relationship traits that may have been built up over time. Because a lot of the time when you've been in a relationship that wasn't a fruitful relationship overall, and it really was bringing out a lot of negative things 
and it was unhealthy and it was unsafe, you can actually pick up some some unhealthy things from that relationship that you need to allow yourself to detox from. When you detox, you get more clarity on your life. You get more clarity on yourself. Um, unhealthy relationships are very distracting, you know, and it can get in the way of many things, you know. And so when you go through that detox of, of healing, it can allow you to see things a lot more clear than before. OK, and it also creates a healthy routine for you. Um, a lot of the time what I find is that it's not really the person that you miss is typically the routine. OK, because we're creatures of habit and we we gravitate to familiar territory. And if it's what we know, even if it's unhealthy, we can easily just go back to it because we don't know anything else outside of that. All right. So that's the second thing you need to do um, when you find yourself constantly in the thoughts of missing and loving your ex. Um, I, I want you to ask yourself, is, is this a phase that I just haven't allowed myself to go through yet? You know, and am I finding myself just going through maybe a level withdrawal that um, that that I believe means that I should go back when I know in reality that I shouldn't. OK, and so that's the second thing the the last thing I wanted to talk about when you find yourself saying I love and I miss my ex and I want them back. I want you to say, even though I love and I miss my ex, I love myself more. You got to go there. You got to go with I love myself more. Um, You need to remind yourself that you matter. You really do. You, you have to remind yourself that you that you matter. Um, you really are the most important individual in your life. And it's important that you treat it as such. And um, sometimes we lose sight of that when we are in relationships. We 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 forget that we really are important. And this isn't about arrogance. This isn't about arrogance at all. But it is about being confident. Um how much do you value you? You know, how much do you think you matter? Do you believe giving up your whole self is noble for the sake of love? Do you even respect who you are? Because there's a very unhealthy way of how we have defined love. And this kind of love is causing people to sacrifice their worth their values, their beliefs, their boundaries, um, their body, their career, their goals, their spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being, all for the sake of this love that we think will produce. And when you go there, believing that this is what you do, or this is what you have to do, we can often think that loving someone else means to not love ourselves. We can also believe that to respect them, it requires me to disrespect myself. We can often think to be loyal to them means to be disloyal to us. It can also mean, okay, if I value this person, then I must need to devalue myself. And that's when you have to ask yourself, is that love or the idea of believing that this is required to have it? 
Okay, because self-love has become just a word for many people. You know, it's a it's a cute quote. It's a cute meme. It's, it's something that we we shout and say a lot. But self-love is also an action. And that action is required from you. You know, self-love is a discipline. It really is. It's a discipline to help that helps you live an intentional life. Um, self-love is about setting boundaries. Okay, setting boundaries that you know if you cross that boundary or if anybody else crossed that boundary, you know it'll take away from you. Self-love is about making some tough decisions. It really is. It's about guarding your heart. Um, I know we always tell people, well, follow your heart. But I'm not sure if following our heart has really worked for us. Um, what I found is that I, I, I can only speak for myself when I say this, though, is that when I followed my heart, I didn't always guard it. You know, because, again, feelings are not always accurate, you know, and when you operate from a place of emotions and not logic, you can find yourself making some decisions that you wish you wouldn't have made. And so guarding your heart is acting more logically on what is best for your heart rather than emotionally. Okay. Because you have to ask yourself things like, what would this mean for me if I go back? What would this mean for my, my health? You know, and, and I want you to start thinking about your well being because a lot of the time, even though we'll go back to something that we know isn't healthy for us. And so this is why you have to love yourself more to know, will this make sense? And that's what self-love is about. It's about doing what you know will produce better fruit in your life. You know, it's about giving yourself what you need to live a purposeful life. And many of us are not giving ourselves what we need. Instead, we're giving up a lot of ourselves for others believing they will fill our needs. And I want you to think about that because when it comes to your cup, your cup is your job to fill. Okay. And when you neglect yourself, it leaves you empty. It leaves you depleted. It leaves you drained and unhappy. Believing that returning back to that relationship is the best decision when in reality it's not. And when it comes to the love and the self-love that you have for yourself, it's important to know that that's a lifestyle. It's something that you need to do daily is something that you need to do intentionally. And it's not a calendar event. You know, a lot of us have maybe confused self-love with treating yourself. And again, there's nothing wrong with indulging. There's nothing wrong with, you know, doing something for you. But when it comes to that daily self-love, um, it's more of the actions that you do for yourself every day that's going to help you live a purposeful life. And if you didn't catch last week's episode, um, I had Dr. Bellamy and she talked about mental and emotional health. That is a very good episode to reference when it comes to the self-love of you. All right. And when you start to say, I love myself more, when you make that be more of the priority, it allows you to become the person you need the most. It really does. Because when you say things like, maybe I need this person, 
Because sometimes when we love and miss them, again, we can mistake that maybe as a we it can be a void that we that we have at that moment, because, again, we're going through that uncomfortable phase. And so you go to a place of believing that you need them in your life now in order for you to cope. And when you believe that you need this person, um, that can be a very unhealthy need. And you could you could always compromise your actual needs for the sake of believing you need someone else. Okay. And when it comes down to your needs, the needs of you, they are never to be compromised. Even if you think going back to this relationship is your solution. All right. And so guys, that is it. That's all I wanted to share today. I wanted to talk about this because sometimes when we go into that place of missing them and loving them and thinking about some of the memories that we shared, we can easily believe that, well, maybe I should go back or maybe this is a sign. And again, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, there are certain circumstances where reconciling can work and will work. However, we also must be very intentional on what we're going back to. And so when you do those three things, when you write down, you know, why walking away was the best healthy decision, when you get very intentional about that, I do believe that that will help you gain more clarity on whether or not if going back would be the best healthy decision for you both. Okay, when you when you allow yourself to go through that uncomfortable phase again, it, it won't be forever. It's only temporary. And most importantly, choosing yourself. OK, saying things like, yeah, I, I may love this person and I may miss this person, but I love myself more. And when you go into that place of loving yourself more, you start to get very clear on what you need. And when you start to become very clear on what you need, you know, your needs are never up to compromise on. All right. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Facebook and my Instagram is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M-S-T-O-N-Y-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. Also, if you are in a place where you need some additional accountability, and you need some coaching, someone who's going to help you get through this, please schedule a discovery call with me. I do individual coaching. I do um, coaching for single moms. I do breakup and recovery coaching. And I also do marriage repair coaching because believe it or not, you may be in a place where you are very unsure on whether or not if you should walk away. And I want to help you Um, with that. I want to help you repair what you can fix if that really is possible for your relationship. And so the link is in the show notes and just schedule a quick 15 minute discovery call with me and see how I can help. Also, please make sure that you subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive weekly notifications on when the next podcast will drop. And also, share the information. Please share the information. If you know someone who is going through that phase of missing their ex and, you know, they're contemplating on if they should go back, send them this podcast and and help them, you know, get more understanding on what they need to do. Because again, we don't want to just survive in this world. Our goal is to thrive. All right. So, 
that's it guys that's it for this week you all have a wonderful and amazing day and i will see you next time